Yeah. What's going on, good people? You're tuned into Thoughts by Deville Di. I am your host, Deville Di. Welcome back to the podcast. How's everybody doing? I know that y'all are dragging because I'm dragging. You know, that little space, those days between Christmas and New Year's are like the roughest days because you kind of just, it kind of just kills your motivation to do anything, or at least it does to mine. Most people that I've encountered at work <laughs> since Christmas have just been dragging, and I have too, but hey, man, we got to get out here and get it done, so hey. It is what it is, man. Moving right along, man. Let's go ahead and get into it. (laughs) Look, have you ever been, um, no, I'm not even going to come at it that way. I'm just going to tell you a story. So, this story takes place in Coweta County. That's not too far from where I live. It's in Georgia. I think it's the same area where Jim Jones got jammed up at. So, this young lady up in Coweta County, she gets pulled over for Failure to maintain a lane, which basically means you're swerving. So they pull him over. The officer goes over to the window. She rolls down the window, and he noticed this delicious chicken dinner that she has sitting on the seat. So pulls her out of the car. He's talking to her, asks her, you know, tells her, I pulled you over for a failure to maintain a lane. So um, just wondering if you've... uh under the influence of any drugs or alcohol and she's like no i was eating now the officer knew she had she was eating because she had you know he made a comment about how good that chicken dinner smelled that was laying on her seat yes she was trying to eat a chicken dinner while driving now i know most of us have probably eaten while driving before i may eat a burger i may eat a burrito a slice of pizza or something like that but I'm definitely not eating chicken while driving. That's not even fun. You're going to get grease all on your hands, all over the steering wheel, and so on and so forth. But either way, she's like, no, I haven't been uh, drinking. I was eating. I'm sorry. So, of course, an officer, any officer worth his grits is not just going to take your word for it if you've been swerving over the road. Because generally, officers, I know a few police officers and that's how i know the information that i'm relaying most of the time an officer unless you're just you know you just have one of those petty type i'm ready to write a ticket officers most officers aren't going to pull you over that first time you swerve a little bit they're gonna kind of follow you tell you a little bit and see how often you're crossing that line or how you know uh um much how the the level of lack of control of the vehicle you seem to have before they're going to pull you over. So he's not going to just take your word for it that you're not under the influence because that can be considered negligence. If you pull somebody over and because you think they may be under the influence and they just say, no, I'm not, you let them go a mile down the road, they crash, you can be held accountable for negligence because you didn't go through the due diligence of trying to figure out if this person was really under the influence or if they were just eating a chicken dinner. So yeah, she's, she tells him she's just eating a chicken dinner and it's cool. So he's, he asks her, you know, would you mind if I search your car to see if there's any, uh, gun, not, you know, weapons, alcohol, drugs in the car? And she says, no, 
No, you can't search the car. Now, yes, you do have the right to refuse your car, your vehicle being searched. I have actually two stories about refusal to let the officer search your vehicle. I'm going to share one with you, but after I finish this story. So, of course, once you do refuse the officer the right, the, well, not it's not his right, but once you refuse him the uh, accessibility to your vehicle, a red flag is going to go up. Because most people that don't have anything going on will be like, go ahead. Now, this is what happens when you tell the officer he can't search your vehicle. Now you've given him this thing called probable cause. He has enough probable cause to at least call a canine unit out to run him around your car. And if that dog alerts on your car, now he has enough probable cause to go in your car. So if you do refuse an officer uh, to be able to search your car, Look forward to sitting on the side of the road for 20 minutes, an hour, because they're supposed to be able to get the unit there within a reasonable amount of time. But reasonable amount of time is, you know, it's one of those things that are up for, how do they say, it's at discretion. It's at, you know, it's at the discretion of the people involved, the officer involved, of how long is too long to wait for him to get the, um, the canine unit there. But luckily for the officer, this guy had a K9 unit on him. He runs the unit around the car. The dog alerts, opens the trunk. This lady has like 20 pounds of methamphetamine and 30 pounds of marijuana in the trunk of her car. Now, why the hell are you riding around eating a chicken dinner with that much dope in the car? So, of course, she got arrested and she's, you know, going to have a high bond. And hopefully, maybe the people that she was running this for are going to come pick her up. Probably not. She's probably going to telltale. You know what I mean? She's going to telltale everything going on is what I think about that whole situation. Because, you know, that's usually how it goes. A lot of times when you're dealing with people like this and you get jammed up with this amount, this quantity, they just back off and disappear because you don't want to be attached to the person who just got caught with that amount of drugs because it kind of indicates you're probably involved in it too so you know <laughs> it is what it is with that man it is and she, i was thinking about it and i was like this lady probably has made this same run so many times that now she's become comfortable with it to the point where she'll just eat a chicken dinner while driving that's something else that's something else. Now, let me short share my story with you about refusal to uh, let an officer search your car. There was a friend of mine. He had this Chevy. We were 20, 21 maybe. Had this nice Chevy with a nice clean paint job on it. Had rims on it. The interior was done. Music in the back. So, of course, in a small town, they see officers that he thinks drug dealer. He got pulled over. This guy didn't even drink, but the officer said he smelled marijuana in the car. Like I said, this guy, he was complete square. He grew up around the corner. He was one of those guys who wasn't even really allowed outside that much. So he was pretty square, and it's nothing wrong with being square. But, you know, he didn't even drink, smoke. He didn't even smoke cigarettes. Officer said he had he smelled marijuana, asked if he could search the vehicle. So Buddy, being knowing that he doesn't do drugs, use drugs sell drugs or anything of that nature he refused so 
The officer called out the canine unit and let the dog just jump all on the man's car on the side of the car, scratched up his paint job, let him go in the car. He's, you know, pawing around in the car. Didn't really mess up too much on the inside, but he definitely tore the hell out of that man's paint job. And the county ended up, no, not the county. It wasn't county police. The city ended up having to pay, reimburse him to get that, uh, his paint job fixed because, of course, they didn't find anything because there was nothing there in the first place. So, yes, you do have the right to refuse the officer to be able to search your car. But if you do plan on sitting there until that canine gets there and, you know, once they get there, a lot of times uh, some officers are petty. So when you run them through the ropes of, of, of making a, them call for a canine unit and the canine unit comes out, they're going to be real reckless in how they handle your car, you know, and they let the dog run all through the car, and, you know, it was just, it was crazy. They, to my understanding, they, they shouldn't even have the dog in the car, you know what I'm saying, but they still let the dog in the car because all officers aren't good officers, and some of them just going to do whatever they want to do, but either way, that's neither here nor there. We're going to keep carrying on with this and get to the topic at hand of what DeVille thinks, and we're going to talk about Iggy, Iggy. Azalea, but first we're gonna take a chance to give you guys a chance to uh, listen to my information about my sponsor, and I'll be right back with you. So yeah, thank y'all for taking a minute to listen to that uh, sponsorship. Appreciate it, and let's keep it on moving. Matter of fact, by the way, while we're at it, if you enjoy the podcast and you would like to help support the podcast and keep the podcast moving forward, you can always jump in my Cash App. That is D-V-I-L-L-E-D-I. And drop a couple dollars in there. One or two dollars, three, four, five. Whatever you feel is is good. And we appreciate that. And if you don't feel the need to, there's no need to. Your listens are enough for me. Now let's get into this whole Iggy Azalea thing. So Iggy Azalea was performing. I don't know exactly where it was, but it was. Oh, let me turn that off. We don't want to get no lawsuits. So... She was performing, and it was in a, I don't know what country it was in, but it was definitely a different country because I could hear people, you know, speaking a language that wasn't English, and these were the commentators, so I'm assuming that it was a different country. So she's performing, and while she was performing, what, uh, one of her dancers had a seizure on stage. And what does Iggy do? She keeps performing. Now, she did say uh, somebody get a medic up here, but she just kept on. I guess the show must go on. It's the mantra while this lady is laying on the floor having a seizure. One of the dancers actually stopped and attended to her, but she kept performing. She didn't perform for too long, though, because uh, the DJ, you know, cut the music. And, you know, they went to see about what was wrong with the young lady who was having this seizure. So the question of or what DeVille thinks is, should Iggy have stopped her performance, you know, when the lady, at the moment when she realized that something was wrong with the dancer? And, uh, duh, yes, she should have stopped. But, you know, DeVille D.I. always gives you two sides to every story. That's how I like to do it, and... Part of me says, you know, she could have freaked out. It's not every day that somebody has a seizure 
and everybody hasn't witnessed someone have a seizure before. So it's a situation where she could have just kind of panicked and, you know, the only thing she could think of was to keep doing the song because at the end of the day, what is she really going to do? I'm pretty sure she's not an EMT, but, um, you know, in afterthought, you would think that, uh, yeah, stop doing what you're doing and attend to your people. I hope that that dancer is okay, you know, but that was kind of weird. But at the same time, um, there was this one time, uh, this was one time where I had got invited to a, 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 a mosque for our, our Friday prayer. And, you know, I'm one of those people that if you invite me to something, I'll come check it out. Whether I necessarily believe it or agree with it or not, I'll come check it out and just see what it's about. And so I, w- I did go to this prayer service. It was a Islamic prayer service. And a guy fell out while they was praying. And nobody moved. They just kept praying. And... I was like, really? Nobody's going to help this guy? But then one of the elders was like, you know, I know what you just saw. And you're probably thinking, you know, that's strange for us to not stop, you know, while this guy just passed out. But what better could we do for him than to keep praying for his well-being? I mean, that's one way to look at it. But he definitely wasn't praying. She, She was, you know performing but and what was even funny to me though is when the camera panned out to the audience there was hardly anybody well I mean there was a good number of people in there but it wasn't like it was packed out or anything I don't know if she was to open the act or what but like I say man she could have just panicked she could have freaked out and you know didn't know what to do so she just kept doing what she was doing now thank you for listening to that segment (laughs) I tell y'all thank you a lot because I appreciate y'all a lot. But if you would like to have uh, something added on to the Thoughts by DeVille DR, what DeVille DR thinks segment of the show, you can always tag me in posts on Instagram. I am D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I on Instagram. You can tag me in those posts. You can send those posts to me. You can you know send me those posts on Twitter. Or my favorite way, you can go over to the Thoughts by DeVille DI Facebook page and just send me a message there. You can post the videos to the page. You can comment on the page and let me know, you know, what you like to hear my thoughts on. And I've also added a message button. I did not realize for so long that there was a uh, that I didn't have a message send a message button on the page. So I have added a send a message button on the page i was wondering why the people that was contacting me on facebook was going to my personal facebook page but yeah so you can do that you can actually contact me straight through the thoughts by deville di facebook page you know and um if you're on anchor you can definitely give a call in and we'll have a conversation and uh yeah i appreciate that participation it helps keep the show rolling but y'all didn't come here for that Y'all came here for some morning discipline, and that's what I'm going to give to you. Morning discipline for the day. I'm going to quote um, a post that I found on the Dream is Destiny Instagram page, and they gave credit to 
Reese, I guess is Reese at Reese for get got the credit for this post, but I liked it and I understood it, so I wanted to share it. You attract, you attract what you are strongly feeling and thinking. This is why a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. I'm gonna read that one more time. You attract what you are strongly feeling and thinking, and this is why a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. Look. If y'all haven't caught on yet and y'all don't understand the power of positive thinking, you need to get on board. This is definitely a real thing, man. You're going to attract what you think about the most. It's another, um, if you go to biblical context, it says in there that uh, you reap what you should sow. It says you ask, I mean, you receive, asking you shall receive, something like that. But. I truly believe this. Whatever you focus on, excuse me, is what you're going to get. Because that is what the energy that you're going to put out there is going to attract whatever it is on your mind. Like you've ever been in a situation where you've just been thinking that something Something's bad gonna happen. Something bad's gonna happen. Something's bad gonna happen. And then something bad happens. And we'll counter that up to intuition. Like I knew I shouldn't have made that left turn because I just had a feeling. Did it happen because you had, you know, was it destined to happen or did you attract that to you because you kept putting that vibe out there? And see, that's why we have these um, vision boards. I definitely have my vision board up on the fridge. I'm staring at it right now, man. And I'll be honest with you, everything that I've written on this board, I have focused on doing and I have accomplished so many things that I've written down on this board. Look, man, that grateful heart, man, you have to be happy for all the accomplishments that you have. Yes, you're not going to succeed at everything 100%. Yes, there's going to be hard times. Yes, there's going to be times you're sad. There's going to be times you lose your motivation. You're not going to want to get out of here. You're not going to want to do it. But if you just have that have that positivity and you have that grateful heart, you're just grateful for everything that you do accomplish and you're grateful for all the opportunities that you that comes your way man it's a beautiful thing and you will start to pull in and attract the things that you are hoping for it's the same thing as if you some if you look at it as prayer it's the same thing if you pray for something and you don't believe that it's actually going to happen you know it's not going to happen like they say the uh, faith without works is dead it's, it's hand in hand you have to have you have to ask for it then you have to have the faith that you're going to receive it and then you're going to have to put the work in so that you can receive it man but hey take this information do with it what you will but what i will need you to do is get you something up in your stomach man because you're going to need energy while you out here getting it done thank y'all for tuning in remember to be the reason that somebody's motivated or masturbated today either way you made a difference. I love each and every last one of y'all. I tell y'all every day because I do. And I appreciate your listenership. And uh, guess what? Um, Have an amazing day. DeVille D.I. I'm out of here, man. Peace.